Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us on the line now is Tommy Steiner, policy director for Signal, which is an Israeli policy organization focusing on China and Chinese-Israeli relations. Tommy, good afternoon to you and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Indeed, Tommy, welcome on board the afternoon overdrive as we look at China's, as I would put it, sudden increasing concern over the Houthi attacks uh, in the Red Sea. Just a bit of background here to set our conversation going. The Chinese economy grew in the first three quarters of 2023, but looks set to slow down this year. So, Tommy, my first question to you is, given how many months now has it have we witnessed Houthi attacks taking place in the Red Sea on maritime shipping, why China's sudden concern at these attacks. What do you make of that? Well, first of all, it's not a sudden concern. They've been ex- they expressed concern, uh, but at the same time, they're not doing much about it. Uh, in the sense that they're trying, mm-hmm. it seems to me that they're trying to uh, modify the Houthis by terminating uh, the shipping company's services uh, to Israeli ports. At all, you know, not right. only those, not to Eilat, but also to the Mediterranean ports of Haifa and Ashdod. So they are concerned, but no Chinese uh, ship has been attacked by the Houthis. And one can only assume that the Houthis know mm. who, which ships to attack and which ones they shouldn't be attacking. Well, indeed, as you say, none of China's ships have been attacked thus far. So, but uh, this, this, they have, Lord China, despite this, has uh, raised uh, in, in reports today a serious concern regarding um, maritime shipping attacks in the Red Sea. So, do, do, do you think that this will? It, it's uh, you could say. Well, as you've said, it, it's heightened. They've heightened their concern about this. Would it affect its relationships with the Middle East? Well, um, for start, not substantially. Well, it is. It has not had a good effect on its relations with Israel to start with, because um, if you read the statement by the Chinese, what is it, the deputy permanent representative to the United Nations from last week, you can read in between the lines that they're trying to place the, that they're essentially trying to say. That Israel has to reach a ceasefire and then there will be no attacks in the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. That's one way to read the statement. Right. Which is a bit um, problematic, at least from the Israeli perspective. And also from uh, from the evidence, it's simply caving in to, to terror and to, um, and, to, uh, and to attempt to boycott Israel, um, which is a shame. Sure. So, in that respect, the Chinese approach to the whole issue is, prob- is quite problematic, especially considering the fact that China has uh, a moderate, modest uh, naval force mm. in the Red Sea, right? but it has declined to join the U.S.-led operation to try and keep the Red Sea open for international traffic. Well, that's just the thing. As I mentioned, as I opened our conversation earlier on, it's looking uh, the Chinese economy yeah. looking to slow down this year, given you know Chinese uh, chi- the Chinese um, in, uh, China's yeah. endeavour to increase its trade and uh, its output to the Western Western world in particular, and especially uh, through uh, the Red Sea 
uh, port. Now goods are having to divert around South Africa, you know, like which will impose, you know, extra costs and what have you. Sure. So, yeah, I guess now China is really coming on board about this. Two things are important to understand here. Most of the energy that China is importing from the Middle East does not come through the Red Sea, but rather through the Persian Gulf onto the Indian Ocean. Okay. Uh, that's that's the one thing that's important to remember. The second thing is the issue of the Red Sea from a Chinese perspective is not only about the free passage of its own ships. Um, the overall uh, international traffic of shipping that goes through the Red Sea, mm-hmm. uh, if that is hindered, hampered with ships going around uh, all the way around uh, to South Africa onto the Atlantic Ocean, that means that that damages the international economy overall. Indeed. That can create an increased spike in internet in uh, global energy uh, in energy costs especially oil and um, and gas that is supplied to Europe via the Suez Canal and the Red Sea so in that respect it's a broader question it's not only sure. about the shipping per se of Chinese ships right and yes it is saying it, it raises grave concern but if China really wants to do something about things. It doesn't simply express great concern of the UN. The thing is that China is simply trying to keep low, um, maintain its position. It hasn't got much options because, as you pointed out, the economic situation at home is is rather problematic. Uh, they've been uh, suffering from. Uh, economic stagnation and declining growth rates since the end of COVID-19 uh, and the, the past year or so and the economic prospects are not looking good right now. Mm, mm. So China is really out of options in that respect. Indeed. And as trying to keep on the sidelines and is trying actually to say well it's also we should see and then everything will come into place. Right. Tommy, I'm, a, I'm sorry, Tommy. I'm going to have to cut you short. I'm so sorry. We have just about run out of time. My producers uh, indicated to me that we've just, we've just got to keep in time with our show scheduling. But Tommy, thank you so much for joining us. I wish we could have unpacked that uh, question a bit further. Tommy Steiner, Policy Director for Signal, an Israeli policy organization focusing on China and Chinese-Israel relations. Uh,